a week no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to the show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at Bad Big Games. And if you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and get your chance to win a free PS5 game on us. Or if you really, really like us, you could drop us a buck over at patreon.com slash badbit. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? What does all the beans in Kansas mean, Joe? Because that that's what you said before it started. What does that mean? I don't know. I know I was thinking. Let's get all the beans in Kansas. Let's go. I don't know what I was thinking there because I was. I know like it's an old timey like saying of like some variety of like this is for all the uh-huh. something somethings and something. But oh, I okay. I totally forgot midway through pressing record, so I just said all the beans in Kansas. I like that. I don't even think beans are, like, a Kansas thing. It's very much not. That's very South American. (laughs) (laughs) Even just wrong side of the equator. No, I like it. I like it a lot. How are you, Jeff? Dude, I'm doing pretty damn swell. I think our conversation before the show really put me in a fantastic mood, and there's so many awesome things to talk about. But how are you doing, dude? I'm okay. Like you mentioned, that talk alleviated some of the the weight on my shoulders. Uh, I'm fine. Yeah. Joe's fine. It's just family shit. Yeah. It, it, it sucks more than ever now because I haven't left my house since March to yeah. see anyone else. Yeah. It's just my family. Yeah. I, I, get, I get those texts like all the time, especially from my best friend. She's like on some type of watch. She's like, I miss you. I want to touch your face. I'm like, okay, I miss you too. But the touching of faces, honestly, yeah, even pre-COVID, that was just a no-go. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, don't come over here. Um, mm-hmm. But Kyle. There's a lot of awesome stuff to talk about to get us super hyped, like Spider-Cat, like a huge info dump on Spider-Man Miles Morales, Burger King and PlayStation teaming up. We got a huge controversial PS4 system update where Sony might be listening to your party chat, exclamation point, put that on the thumbnail, question mark. But before we get into all of that, Kyle. I haven't been playing anything because we got some surprises coming for uh, Trophy Room folks, for the roomies slash hunters uh, next week. I've been working on a lot. But Kyle, you've got some time to play a game called Far Gone that I played at PAX. And it was an amazing little indie game. And you seem like you're completely infatuated. So Kyle, has that been the thing you've been playing? Yeah, one of a, a couple different things yeah. I've been playing a whole lot. Uh, before I get into Foregone, um, I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but I finished Crash Bandicoot. Okay. That game's been beaten, going back to try to gain all the various different gems. Right, you did tell me last difficult. week you beat it. You're not going for okay. the plat, though, right? I, I'm i not fully giving up on it. Ooh. I, I, need, I need to know how to tackle it. Okay. Um, but there's that. I restarted Uncharted 4 last night. Not super far. That game is freaking gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, I this is the first time playing it on my 4K HDR enabled TV, and oh man, who Naughty Dog? Yeah. Jesus, uh, that is for me to do some cleanup so I can do a uh, stream for that six hour and under speedrun trophy for that platinum. Because mm. now I'm only four away 
for making Bug Snacks my 50th <laughs> platinum. Um, but Foregone is majority of my time since last week. Uh, shout out to Big Blue Bubble for giving us the code over at Kinda NYC. Um, I played it on a PS4. It's also out on every other console. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game is fantastic. Yeah, it is a 2D Souls-like Metroidvania-esque type of game. Okay. Um, where as you're going through, you are the arbiter mm-hmm. who is trying to save the world from abominations mm. uh, of the that are made from this scientific thing as it's that is if i remember that correctly because mm-hmm. when it comes to the story it's not super grabby okay like i'm not gripped by it at all but what i am it gripped by is the gameplay mm. the gameplay is so good so you have loot that drops randomly from different ranges from like commons all the way up to mythic mm-hmm. um and there's you know short swords a falchion uh gun chucks uh, You're chucking daggers. Guns? No, they're like nunchucks, but they got like guns on them. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't, I, I didn't use them as much as the other ones. Yeah, uh, and and some spears, and then you also have a secondary attack, which are firearms: so a bow, revolver, shotgun, burst rifle. And I think that's it. What type of um, art style are we talking about here? Because I love the weaponry. Pixel art. Pixel art. Because it's pixel art. I yeah. remember, and not to say it's one for one by all means, but like it at PAX East when I was playing it, it was giving me a bit of Dead Cells vibes. It's way Absolutely. cleaner and and uh, vibrant uh, than that of Dead Cells, but definitely gave me that two D uh, like vibe from from yeah. them. Um, it's like a. It, I guess it's 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 definitely pixel art, yeah. but it's like painterly okay. pixel art. Okay. Like that's how the best that I can describe it as. All right. Um but yeah, you're going through and you can shoot with triangle for your secondary, your your range attack with the guns or the bow, whatever you have. And in order to replenish ammo, you just have to attack melee. And it refills that. So you don't have to worry about picking up ammo, which I love. Um, and it also teaches you just like that mechanic alone. It makes it so that you have to take risks in combat mm-hmm. when you're going in. You can't just be sh- safe and be range. You also have to go in and go for those quick attacks. And is Absolutely. there a dodge? I remember there was being uh, a dodge. Yeah, there is, a, there is a dodge. It's You're just kind of like sliding out of the way. Ooh, that's good. Um, or it's not like a roller or anything. It's literally just just a like a, just a slide. Okay. Yeah. So like I, there's plenty of times where I'm up close and the enemy like flashes to show it's about to attack and you slide to the other side. You keep going and you slide back and forth. It feels so good. Yeah. Uh, the bosses are great. I love their art style on them. Each of them have their own kind of attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, where it does feel a little off is it does feel very generic. Meaning, like the menus are very the systems, not like, right? Like, yeah, even the even the way that the weapons look, like okay. there are different levels to each weapon, but the icon is pretty much the same, except for like some color swapping. Okay, so like it, it it's it's very generic that way, but where it doesn't for sure is the gameplay, and it has a new game plus. It has plenty of secrets, which is like the Metroidvania type stuff, because you do upgrade abilities along your way, mm. and you can. Uh, what sort I'm looking for? 
spec out, yeah. load, pick your loadout of up to two abilities, and you can interchange them back at base. Oh, that's the other thing. If you die, you don't lose all your gold and your essence, which you use to upgrade abilities and skills. Um, it just stays where you die. So it's like the souls type of thing. So then you can either choose Mm -hmm. you want to go to, and I forgot the the character's name in the main hub, Mm -hmm. and collect only half of that if you don't think you're going to make it back or take the risk to go hit it open and collect it all and then get everything back. But then you have to make it back to to the outpost in order to use it all. That's really cool. So, like, if you don't... Because I know one thing in, 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 like, Bloodborne, right? Like, when you reach millions of, uh, uh, of of souls in that game, right? Like, when you die, it's like, oh, God. Oh, no. It's that instant dread. Or Blood Echoes. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> My yeah, Bloodborne yeah. license was going to get revoked there. But, um, <laughs> but, like, now with that going, okay, I may... Is, is that... Is that risk actually worth it? Do I actually want to go over there, or can I just take the safe bet and take my half punishment? Sounds you, a little bit more yeah. forgiving for a soul's light. It is a little bit more forgiving, but here comes my other con to Uh-oh. it. Oh, okay. You get a ton of gold, which I, which is great. There's, there's no issue with having gold in order to upgrade your your skills and abilities. Mm-hmm. No issue there. Or, or, excuse me, just the weapons. Gold is just for weapons. Mm-hmm. When it comes to an issue is the essence, the ability essence that you use to upgrade those abilities and skills. Sure. It, it's just too far, too few to, in order to collect them. Okay. Like, you would expect to take out a boss. You would expect, like, a bunch of it, right? Like, that's a major accomplishment. Right. You only get around 50 mm. essence points. And where skills take up to 800 at times to upgrade uh, to the later stages, because each skill has a different buff that is multi-leveled. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, at the end of the day, I did, I am the first person in the world to platinum this game, by the way. Ooh, look at that. What up, what up? Um, and in order to do that, I had to grind out through New Game Plus three and a half times mm. in order to get all the ability essence in order to only upgrade up to the last two i had left and then what i ended up doing was going to my skill tree Mm -hmm. and refunding all the ability points there and then putting them into that just for that trophy i got you i got so it's if if i didn't do that i would probably have to play it another full new game plus through so it's not a whole lot of the essence that you get which is a little little bit of a bummer but it feels so good to play and you feel like such a badass at, at new game plus yeah do you recommend it how much is it there, everybody i believe it's 30 okay i'll look it up it's definitely i think on game pass on xbox ugh, ugh, get out of here with that. <laughs> sorry i'm sorry this is a PlayStation. i could be wrong with that too i don't know uh 20 nope that's on the epic game store it's okay it's okay no 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 stress, no stress. Uh, I believe it's thirty bucks. At that price, is it worth it to you? Is it a little steep? Absolutely. It... Yeah. Right. Um, it ran flawlessly. A couple of frame rate stuff here mm-hmm. and there, but like, if you're into a game that feels fun to play and it's gorgeous, mm-hmm. it's a no brainer. Yeah. It's the perfect game to hold you over until PS5. All right. Well, that's dude. You got me, and you got Souls like. You got dodges, which is more like straight. Especially as someone that loves Dead Cells like you do. God, I do so much. I think you have to play this game. I'll be honest. I forgot to reach out to them for a code, and I feel bad. But now I want it, and so I'm going to go buy it. Yeah. 
So there you go. Absolutely. You took my money. With that, Kyle, <laughs> again, I haven't been playing much. I can't wait, though, till all the craziness is over, because this Friday, you and I are going to be playing Ghost of Tsushima's multiplayer, hopefully God willing, <laughs> on Friday at 1 p.m. EST time. Kyle and I will be doing some co-op multiplayer, some story missions Vengeance. together. And yeah, man, I, I'm so I'm so pumped. And we'll be streaming that, by the way, over at twitch.tv slash PS Trophy Room. So come hang out with us on Friday at 1 p.m. EST time. With that, Kyle, before we square up the news, before we do any of that, I want to give a huge shout out to our patrons over at patreon.com slash bad bit of course like every week we always say if we've ever got you through a long car ride a tough day at work the whole quarantine situation whatever the case may be it really does mean a lot if you could go over to patreon.com slash bad bit toss a buck our way just like our new patrons our first new gold patron too soon jason von metal and nicholas from the gaming perspective podcast thank you all so very much for your patronage our platinum uh, members, Jason, okay, Jesus, what's wrong with me tonight? Why did I, I don't know. why was I about to call Trevor Starkey, friend of the show, guest of the show, Jason? <laughs> what is wrong? I, oh, you know what it is? I looked at Jadis Von Metal for just a split second mm. and I don't know why. And then uh, you, my dumb, dumb eyes. That's what it is. It's my do you know what I love real quick before yeah. we, we thank these beautiful people for, uh-huh. for giving their money for Patreon? Sure. I love that this doc is a product of pre-pandemic, pre-quarantine. Yeah. Here are the top patrons of the month of March. Oh, shit. That hasn't changed (laughs) since March. You're totally right. You know what? Let's fix that up right now. What month are we in? Uh, October, I think. Or you know what? Actually, it's still still March. With two Bs. Let me print that. October. There you go. Yeah. Bam. Fixed. Our platinum member, Trevor Starkey from That Nerdy Site. Go check him out. He's amazing. Thank you all so much. Todd Burowitz, thank you as always. Our gold members, Chaotic Monkey, Gavin Goffrey, Griffin West, Erica Scherer, Jose Jimenez. Our Silver Plus members, Pink Orkbot, Ar- Marcus O'Neill, Ray Martinez, JB the Purple Monkey himself, Tim Ulf, and the Winter Gamer. Thank you all so much for your patronage. Next week, I won't be that scatterbrained because all the new and amazing things that are hitting this this podcast are going to finally be happening and it's it's really awesome so again thank you all so much in less than a week we can finally tell you what has only been able to be accomplished because of your patronage so thank you all so very much and with that we got that platinum we got that platinum we're ready to share it out to the world oh my god we're, we're, we're real close. It looks real good. It just, everything looks so, so amazing. Kyle, it's time, though, to square up the news, sir. Honestly, I just would speak about this first news story yeah. all episode. Okay. Because I find it fascinating. It really Adam is. Adam Bankhurst, friend of the show from IGN, writes, Burger King and PlayStation team up to give fans a chance to win a PS5. Mm. Burger King took to Twitter and shared a video featuring the Burger King opening up a big bag that shines a blue light in his mascotty face. In addition to the light, we hear a sound that was also featured in the PlayStation 5 reveal event with the UITs, and maybe the sound we will hear as we turn on Sony's next-gen console. 
According to the official Burger King website, the Burger King and PlayStation announcement is for a BK Scratch to Win promotion that will begin on October 15th, 2020 at 9 a.m. Eastern and will give customers a chance to win a PS5, Sackboy A Big Adventure, Demon Souls, and or a three-month PlayStation Now subscription. There are three ways to participate. One, make a $5 minimum purchase on the Burger King app or website. Two, make a $5 minimum purchase at our Burger King. Or three, mail in an entry without a purchase. There will be 1,000 PS5s, 2,000 copies of Sackboy Big Adventure and Demon Souls, and 1,000 three-month subscriptions for PlayStation Now. Customers can also win food and drink items from Burger King. The promotion will end on November 22nd, 2020. This is kind of like McDonald's Monopoly. Yeah. But it's like not corrupt or run by the mob, which no. you should check out that documentary. I told you about yeah. that when you watched it, by the way. Oh my crazy. god, McMillions. Watch it. Millions. It's nuts. So with that, PlayStation has decided to make their its own McMillions with Burger King. This tweet took the internet by storm because everyone thought because at the end of it it says ten fifteen. Everybody yeah. thought, and the sound and the glow, everybody thought that the, we were going to see the UI being revealed by Burger King. <laughs> so Also, yes. everyone thought, this is just me, conspiracy hat Kyle yeah, here. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, is that the startup sound? We've never heard that before. Wow. So, it, no, it was in the showcase in June. Yeah. It, like, I, I believe we pointed it out on our live reacts yeah. of like, hey, oh, is that the sound? I remember like, you freaking out about it. Yeah, when I, when I saw that, I was just like, guys, what, what's going on? What are we, <laughs> what are we, are we that bereft? Ooh, there's your word of the day. I don't know if I Adam, use it correctly. Adam, bereft of Adam news? Leonard? Did I use it Did right, Adam? It? Please yell at me on Twitter. I, I would <laughs> wear it like a badge of honor. Yeah. Are we that out of news stories that we're just from PlayStation when it comes to the UI? That oh my god, there's there's a soundbite. <laughs> it's got it's. What do we know about the UI from this soundbite? Yeah. Is the UI have lettuce and tomato and pickle in it? Like <laughs> it's, it's Burger King. Yeah. Does is, it come with a side of fries? Is, I don't know. Is the PlayStation Five grilled or, or charcoal? <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean? Like, does it have <laughs> onion rings? Is that an option? Fresh or frozen? Um, Chicken fries. Oh my! Why are god. they a thing? Because they're delicious, Kyle. Real talk, here's what I was going to do for the show. I literally was thinking about going over to, to, to Burger King and getting a Hershey pie, the Hershey Sunday pie, because that's literally the best thing on that yeah. whole menu, bar none. Look at me. Look at this way. It has a lot to do about those Hershey pies. And then getting a crown. But my friend told me they don't do the crowns anymore. Because of COVID. Oh, my Burger King has a crown. So is my buddy lying? Because I was just like, yet again, this is another thing COVID-19 has taken from me, is the fun little crowns. And I was going to eat it. I was going to pull a Sean Capri, you know, like and like you're reading the whole thing and I'm just stuffing my face. But I was just like, do I really want to risk it for the biscuit? Get the get the Rona because of a skit. Kyle. Can, can I make a suggestion? Yeah. Maybe from now until November 22nd. Uh-huh. Either one of us, because, like, we shouldn't be eating it or going to Burger right. King on a weekly basis. But, like, buying a drink uh, enough to total over $5, mm-hmm. and then we'd scratch that scratch-off thing on the show. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> Just bu- to see if we win. Listen, if Burger King sponsored the show, <laughs> sure. 
But that's fair. The doctors say my blood pressure is getting way too high already, so I don't want to risk it for it. You know, I I get it. Hide indoors via Discord. Ask this question: As someone who has two different Burger King locations five minutes away from work and wouldn't mind getting a free PS5, what should my lunch order be, and why is it the original chicken sandwich? I've never had the chicken sandwich, so mm, I, don't know. Mm, my... I I only and here's well, you'll learn about my food habits, everybody. Okay. I am one of the pickiest eaters in the world, so when I go to fast food places, I get a a Whopper, in this case, with cheese, plain. I want nothing else on it, just the cheese and meat. If it even smells like ketchup, I'm throwing it out, (laughs) or I'm going back in, and I am complaining. I am that person. Yeah. I am that crazy about, like condiments and stuff because I, I hate them. Dude, see, and that's the thing. When I first learned about that from you, I was shocked because I love a good condiment. <gasps> Like Mm-mm. the like ketchup is my jam. I put that. I would put that on my cereal. I don't care, you know. Oh. <laughs> All right, oh. a little step too far. Maybe my oatmeal, but uh, <laughs> even worse. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I would. I would do. What do I normally do? Either a number one or a number two with onion rings. Give me that Hershey Sunday by any means necessary with cheese. I don't like. I don't like. It just should come standard at this point. Cheese yeah. should come on. If you don't want the cheese, you say no cheese. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Don't cut costs with me, Burger King. Okay. This is this has become the Burger King uh, grievances episode. (laughs) Yeah. Because when when they send those those mailers of like Burger King coupons, and they're like, uh, you know, get two whoppers for whatever uh, it is, and then in the fine print it says, uh, cheese will void the coupon. Like it has to be a whopper with no. Why? Yeah. Don't do that to me. Is this me. the Doritos thing with the community now? They're going to yell at us like, hey, oh, I like hamburgers. Cheese Cheeseburgers suck. What are you talking about? Kyle, isn't this a weird thing, though? Like, why do you think companies do this? I know why. But, like, we had, uh, what is it, a few weeks back, Xbox, just to bring it back to PlayStation and not some yeah, part yeah. fast food. It, like, Xbox has Taco Bell. PlayStation has mm-hmm. Burger King. Why do these companies go out and do these weird, lucrative deals with weird restaurant chains with like let's be honest the the burger king king mascot should have been killed a while back like that is the creepiest son of a gun i've ever mm-hmm. seen in my life so him and the the snow cone guy from jack in the box yeah oh my god yes they need, they need to go and ronald mcdonald if we're if we're talking real fast. <laughs> we're getting real like remember remember when like send him the rikers he's, he shouldn't be he's sitting here, on the know. bench remember those statues yes it's like Get that weird clown away from me. His face is chipping off. That's an insane. Yeah. Uh, But why do they do such weird deals? I mean, it is a cash grab, if I've ever seen one, and it works. Same reason why McDonald's did the Monopoly thing. Because everyone was then going to Monopoly to play this game and to win cool prizes. Mm. And it's it's weird now seeing, because I'm trying to think back to the previous generation with the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, mm-hmm. didn't they both have Taco Bell stuff throughout the, that entire generation? Yeah. And Taco Bell's, like, switching back and forth. So it's a little bit weird that now PlayStation's going completely different mm. to a completely different place. And it's also the barrier of entry isn't that bad. Yeah. Like, you don't have to... 
like Taco Bell, you buy a drink, mm-hmm. medium or large drink, and that's all you need for Xbox Series X, <laughs> and this one's only $5 a Burger King? Yeah. I mean, it just goes to show bad. you how popular the PlayStation 5 is, because they're like, give us $5, and Xbox is like, just buy our cup. <laughs> well, five for the PS5, right. Joe. Oh, five bucks, little man. Put that PlayStation in my hand. <laughs> Kyle, my my thing here, in my, like, so the reason why they do this, anybody w- wondering, it is purely marketing, is purely PR, it is purely, like, cross uh, pollinating with each other's audience, if that makes any sense. So, like, Burger King usually has, or, or come, like, or reason why McDonald's has the, the little toys. It's weird hearing you say that fast food has an audience. I know. It's really weird. It's called <laughs> It's Americans. really sad, but it's true. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like the toys. Like, people go there yeah. for, like, you know, McDonald's has, I don't know, Legos. <laughs> but, Back in the day, when they had the, the Beanie Babies yeah. that you can get from McDonald's, that was a... Dude. You had to go and get them all. Yeah. Or even the Pokemon cards from Burger King. Right. Where they had, like, the gold ones. Oh, God, yes. The po- like, like, that the was Mew. a huge thing, too. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's the reason why they do it, to get people into the store. It also helps PlayStation to get more ads out there for them without having to dish out so much cash for it. So, really, that's the reason why this happens. Burger King was not going to show off the UI. They were not hinting at UI whatsoever. But, Kyle, when are we getting UI? Oh, man, I don't know. It has to be next week. We keep on saying it has to be next week, and it keeps on getting pushed back. What was... Okay, last episode we said it could be this week for UI, but what happened this week? It was backwards compatibility. Well, that's the next story on the list. So what I'm saying is, yeah, next week, what is the next reveal? Is it the UI next week? And then Demon Souls, more They're doing every week? I don't know. I I still find it weird. We haven't heard of a uh, state of play leading up into PS5 because, like I said last week, Destruction All-Stars and Sackboy deserve a little bit of time to shine yeah especially as a launch lineup game yeah i still have no idea what the gameplay looks like for destruction all stars i need to see that yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh with that kyle let's talk about the next story on the list here which is the big one that really the day after our podcast launched last week playstation the day after the day after uh tom warren from The Verge writes, Sony reveals PS5 will play most PS4 games, but some may exhibit errors. Sony is detailing its PS5 backwards compatibility support for playing older PS4 games today. The next-gen PS5 will support more than 4,000 PS4 games on the new PS5 console, a number Sony says is the, quote, overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly, no, overwhelming majority. There you go. End quote. While most PS4 games will play, Sony does warn that, quote, some PS4 games may exhibit errors or unexpected behavior when played on PS5 consoles, end quote. Some functions in PS4 games may also not be available on the PS5. Mm -hmm. It's not clear which games will be affected by errors or functionality issues, but Sony does list 10 existing PS4 games that won't run on the PS5 at all. And those 10 are DWVR, Afro Samurai 2, Revenge of Kuma, Volume 1, TT Isle Man, Ride on the Edge 2, Just Deal With It, Shadow Complex Remastered, Robinson the Journey, We Sing, Hitman Go Definitive Edition, Shadwen, and Joe's Diner. There are also some general PS5 backwards compatibility limitations for PS4 games. The share menu cannot be displayed within PS4 games running on the PS5, and screenshots will need to be generated using the Create button on a DualSense controller. Mm. 
a tournaments feature from the PS4 is also not compatible with the PS5, nor is in-game live or second screen apps and game companion apps. Sony says select PS4 games will also work with the PS5's Game Boost feature that will make older PS4 games run at higher frame rates. Sony has not provided a list of games that will support this feature just yet, though. So, Kyle, let's stop right there, because there's a lot of stuff right then and there. A lot of stuff. This is huge news. Um, yeah. Obviously, though, every every game, apparently, for the most part, theoretically, should work except for those 10 games. And just like one of those games, we can just deal with it. Kyle, <laughs> what, are you, what are your thoughts on this news, man? Because this is pretty huge. We kept on doing speculation. We started from PlayStation supposedly having PS1, PS2, PS3 to now just being PS4. Are you happy with this news? Oh my god, I am ecstatic over this because yeah. I, I really thought it might have been a month or two ago, we were saying how it might only be like hundreds yeah. of PS4 games, but the fact that it's most of them except for these ten, mm-hmm. and let's be honest, the only one that is like, I would say only two that are are games that are really bummer is Hitman Go, right? And I've heard Shadow Complex is pretty good, mm-hmm. but like. The other ones, I'm never going to play ever. And I played Robins on the Journey. It's not great. So don't <gasps> even bother about it. Damn. Um, I think this is absolutely fantastic. And it brings up another question mm. in my mind. Is do I need my PS4 Pro anymore? And I think it's just, for me, it's a hard no. Like, I am yeah. probably, because it's, you know, on Death's Door, probably going to just trade it in. Yeah, right? I, I know it's a Spider-Man edition. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm just keeping the, the controller. Yeah. And I'm just going to throw it in the trash. No. I'm going <laughs> to give it to GameStop. It'll be their problem. But, and that's pro- that's why you never buy pre-owned systems, kids. Because people <laughs> like me will ruin your fucking experience. Yeah. Um, and I don't have any regrets. Capitalism. So... I, I, you know, for me, I don't, I don't feel a need to go out there buy or, or keep my PlayStation Four or my Four Pro because every game should. Now it's theoretical, so like I don't know if really every like you, again like in the beginning of this article you may experience errors, but I think for the vast majority of games out there, it's working perfectly fine, especially yeah. games that are like you know those uh, PlayStation Plus collection games. I'm assuming those games are going to have that boost mode enabled. I'm assuming all your PlayStation first party games are going to work perfectly fine. So for me, this is this is I think the breath behind the the you know, the PlayStation sales what it needed to really push through so many the, the biggest question for this console of what can it do for me? And I think boost mode hopefully we get to see it really in action and i would love a game like bloodborne like like you know how much of a fanboy i gotta say in every episode but i would love for mm-hmm. you know bloodborne to be shown off because that is a game where like it once you hit old yarnum your fans are just blare, blaring like it is it is a, a a power hungry level so like to see those type of games and how the place the power of the playstation 5 you know, boosts those games at frame rate. That's awesome for me. I want to know which games have. That's my only question: is which mm-hmm. games have the boost mode? What game would you like to see? You go back to having that boost mode. Oh man, um, probably one of the earlier ones. To be yeah. honest, like Infamous Second Son. Mm-hmm. 
or even Killzone Shadowfall, mm-hmm. I think would, would would look cool with like kind of like a boost thing, just to see how far they've come from the the launch mm-hmm. of PS4 onto a PS5. Do you think? I I feel like, but like you said, yeah. like I feel like most first party stuff is going to have that boostable thing. I think even Sucker Punch was like, oh, can't you? Just wait until you see Ghost running on a PS5. Yeah, and and Ghost was just like, your load times are going to be even faster, and even, yeah. you know, the game's going to run at 60 FPS, which is mm-hmm. fantastic. So you see that most of the popular games are going to be getting this. We can assume Last of Us. They're just going to oh, they're yeah. gonna probably show that off in 60. Horizon. How, like, it's no brand new. How, how in-depth will boost mode go for PlayStation games? Are we just seeing... A boost in frame rate. Do you think we're going to also see? Hey, you know, Ghost of Tsushima is also native 4K now. Uh, wh- what do you think? Is it just a frame rate thing, or smoothing out of some I, textures? I feel like that's probably what they mean by boost mode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I, I, I can't imagine. Like I, the loading thing will be standard. I think across everything, right? Because that is just how the PS5 runs. Um, so yeah. I, I don't know what else boost mode could offer right. other than just make it run smoother. Because I know, I know for the most part, any I think it's like any game on Xbox, right? Will have will will boost it to whatever FPS that game's capable of doing or handling. Mm-hmm. And I think even upscale certain games to like 4K and whatnot. I would just for me, I'm not saying we need you know built in ray tracing in every single backwards compatible game. I, yeah, as yeah. much as that's a cool feature to have, I'm not really thinking of that. For me, I think the biggest thing I would like to see is, hey, how about we just deal with uh, texture popping? If you just get rid of texture popping in a video game, I am so much more immersed in that game experience mm-hmm. than ever. So if you just eliminate popping, uh, I'm so happy with that. So for me, yeah, I think it's frame rate, loading, and popping, but this is such awesome news at the end of the day that we're getting it, and it's so expansive. Because for me, I really do think, um, you know, PlayStation Four was was the system to have the backwards compatible. I'm not depressed that we're not getting PS3, PS3, PS1. Um, these are the games that I want to, hopefully, for the most part, some of them stick with uh, me as I play through through the years. Your games like Fortnite, Warzone, uh, that's that's kind of what I want to see carry forward, and it looks like that's going to be the case. Uh, Kyle. Do any yeah. of the other things of, that came out in this bother you? Like not being able to screenshot in-game stuff? Oh, uh, no, not really. Right? Yeah. No, same. Yeah, I, I, I understand the limitations. Again, I think yeah. uh, a lot of people came out positive for this. But, like, if you wanted to be, like, the Xbox attack dog and go, oh, look at what Xbox has done, that's really great. But I think for so many of us in this in, in this community, we, we really just want to be able to play the game and experience mm-hmm. it. And that's pretty much where we're... we're, we're, we're where it falls. I don't know when yeah. it comes to the share buttons or whatnot. It says the menu won't pop up. I don't know if that means just nothing. Like you can't just do the commands of like hold share and it record or hold share, or, mm. you know, and, and take a picture. So I want to see. I mean, it would be a little like a bummer if a game like Ghost of Tsushima doesn't have that because it's so beautiful. But for the most part, yeah, that's that's a sacrifice I'm willing to give. How about you? Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. I. I I assume the create button is going to be the same thing, mm. uh, probably just a little bit quicker and not 
take you out with that little sidebar of, of choosing what you want the video clip, you want the screenshot. Yeah. It, like it gets a little, it slows it down yeah. tremendously when that, that pops up. And the other stuff like second screen apps and game companion apps, I don't even remember a game that I ever used that. With. Remember Smart Class? That was a that was an Xbox oh, 360 yeah. thing. Where that like was. Battlefield, I think four, it was like be the commander, and it's just like you're on your yeah, iPad. Yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> Didn't Watch Dogs have something? Probably like where like it had the map on the. I don't remember. Ooh, I think so. Something, yeah, something weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's, it's one of those gimmicky things. Just stay in the past. We don't. Yeah, it's enough. Please, no more like second screen experiences. For the yeah, love of God, just give me a standard PlayStation app. I'm fine. Unify all that, you know. Kyle, the next story on the list answers a lot of questions as well. That's your uh, cue, buddy. I lost it. Oh, you lost I know. It? Okay. I lost it. I was scrolling to hmm. see something. Hmm. Okay. All right. Got it. Uh, Jordan Oliman from IGN writes, PS5's fan is why the console is so big, says Sony Engineer. A Sony Engineer has revealed that the size of the PS5's cooling fan is responsible for the console's large stature. The explanation comes via an, via an article from Japan's Nikkei X-Tech, which features an interview with PS5 mechanical and thermal design engineer Yasuhiro Otori. PlayStation fans will know Otori from the recent PS5 disassembly video, which are bad, everybody. We talked last week about not understanding what he was saying, yeah. and Trevor Starkey, Platinum yeah. Patriot, was like, hey, idiot, Kyle, not in those words, but like... Just hit the subtitle button on YouTube. Yeah. It was like, oh shit. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> real real big dumb dumb. <laughs> yeah, don't worry here. about it. Yeah, <laughs> I watched I watched it on a, on IGM with with subtitles, but it's cool. You oh, yeah, you yeah. got the gist of it. Don't worry. Don't, don't. No, yeah. I, I was just like, oh my god, thanks Trevor. I appreciate you. Remember uh, the all 45... the beans in Kansas or whatever I said. <laughs> all the beans in Kansas. The forty five millimeter fan ensures air is sucked in from both sides of the console to cool both the main board, known mm-hmm. as the A side and B side. According to Otori, even though the B-side does not have the main system on a chip installed on it, it will still generate heat similar to that generated by the PS4 system on a chip, and so needs airflow to stay cool. The PS5 is equipped with a 120mm diameter, 45mm thick, double-sided intake fan, which makes the console thicker than than the both PS4 and PS4 Pro. When Sony first published its PS5 teardown video, it was clear that Sony is focusing on keeping the PS5 cool and quiet. Mm. However, this information for Otori clarifies that the airflow needed for both sides of the mainboard is the key factor in that thick fan and thicker console design. So, all those things, cool, answers my question. Like, it's a big boy. We've talked about it, the console wars, we've renamed it. It's, you know, Xbox is now Team Chalky Boy. Team PlayStation's now Team Big Boy. It's a big boy. Uh, that being said, though, I don't care if it's a big boy because these chips are going to be running super hot. So whatever way you can dissipate that heat, so be it. And I watched a terrific uh, video by um, Digital Foundry this morning. Please give them some love. Tweet out to them of their great, amazing work because you know they've they kind of been venting recently of just like it's so toxic on social media with so many people yelling at us <laughs> over just mm. stating facts that it gets a little awful for them. So please reach out to them, uh, send them some love, tell them the trophy room sent you that I, you know, they, they talked about this thing dissipating heat. And I think the one thing I want to echo from last week is it really does seem like PlayStation has been like, Hey, 
all the problems that you had with your PlayStation 4, we are we are tackling it. When it comes to cooling, we literally put a Terminator 2 in here. It's good. that that liquid metal is going to dissipate that heat. That huge heat sink, which is one of the causes of why it's so huge, is really meant to dissipate heat. They want this thing to be silent. When it comes to even Wi-Fi, they put what Wi-Fi six in it, which really helps to. Uh, boost your signal within that card so like when you have different devices in your home uh, there's a lot of interference and wi-fi 6 dissipates that interference so you get a better signal all those things inside that machine is really answering the question of what do we want from a ps5 well we think what you want is a console that is powerful uh but what you really want is you to forget it exists and for those little conveniences or inconveniences with the PlayStation 4 of it, like sounding like a jet engine taking off. Like I think mm-hmm. Jadis in the Discord was just like, can't wait three weeks for, like till I could upgrade. And it just, his, his PlayStation 4 sounds like a jet engine from across the room. So yeah, to me, it's, it's really addressing those situations. What do you take about this being a, such a big boy? Is this a good explanation for you, Kyle? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they, they've, They've heard it for many years now of how loud the PS4 fan is yes. and how even the pro is struggling to run like God of War and Spider-Man mm-hmm. and Days Gone. And even for me, weirdly enough, NBA 2K, when I would go into a menu, that's when the fan went bonkers. <laughs> um, well, it's got it's to program all that sweat. Yeah, all the stats yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I think it's smart. I think that makes sense as to why it's so big. Cause that was such a, that was one of the biggest issues that they needed to fix yeah. for this next generation. And digital foundries uh, showed a really awesome thing, which I didn't see in that video. Not to say I didn't see, but maybe my ADD kicked in. I was just looked at a pretty like picture <laughs> or looked at Twitter for a second. There's uh-huh. actually a little um, like, not just the dust catcher, which is pretty cool for the fan, which makes it easy for you to clean. But there's also little like pockets within the, the machine. They, they, they talk about it here in the article. It, the a side and b side it's meant for you to just like hey if you need to like vacuum it like so many of us have done no matter what console there it's just designated there for a safe space for you to vacuum the dust out of your console which is really really awesome to have as well so yeah all this sounds really cool but jedi master ren via patreon writes this question Regarding the teardown, what do y'all think of the infamous screw to secure the base when the console is upright? I, for one, find it very useful, but it seems others in the industry are having a field day with Sony because of this design choice. We talked a little about it, about uh, the, the stand a week ago, but what, do you, what is your thoughts seven days out? What are your thoughts on that, that stand? I love that it's actually being included with the system. Yes. Because <laughs> uh, PS4 and uh, PS3, you didn't need it because that, that was a chunky yeah. boy. Yeah. Uh, where it, the, the the side of it was so thick, you didn't need a stand. Yeah. It was easy. Um, so I like that it's included. It's not an extra cost mm-hmm. in order if, for you to lay it down yeah. horizontally. Yeah. Um, I th- Or vertically. Like, I... I think it's great that it's included. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal for me. Right. Like I've I've put furniture together. You know, <laughs> I, I'm trying my best to be an adult over here. Yeah. I think I can handle a one screw little 
Switch. I would like to say that I built a IKEA little dresser drawer the other day. Hey, nice. And what I mean was, I got halfway there. I kind of broke a little bit of something. <laughs> And then my dad had to do the rest because I'm not a real man. Hey, I get it. <laughs> Listen, it took me all freaking day to make those glass yeah. cabinets behind me. It sucked. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, God damn it. And like, I was doing it all right, but then I think one of the pages was torn because I didn't see this oh. one. Like, I just missed one thing and just screwed up mm-hmm. everything. So, God damn you, yeah. Ikea, and that the name of the drawer that I cannot pronounce. <laughs> the Woodruff? Nope. I hate you. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no. My question for you, like, I don't mind. I and, and this is not an original thought for me, but straight from Digital Foundry, like, they liked it because straight up, this is all about it's standing up because they want to promote that airflow. So, my question to you, Kyle, are you gonna be team horizontal or are you team tall, vertical? Uh, if, <laughs> if if I, I mean, as of right now, I have to be horizontal. Mm. I there is no way I can have it vertically. On my TV stand, because my TV is the length of my stand. Fair. So if I had it standing up, it'd be it'd be one thing if I got the digital-only version, mm-hmm. where I can put it like behind my TV and not have to worry about inputting disc or whatnot, yeah. but uh, I'm physical till I die. Like <laughs> I, I need access to the drive. Yeah. So it's got to be horizontal unless I can afford a TV stand. Right. I think I'm going to I'm, I'm I can do either way. So I'm thinking I'm going to do horizontal underneath and then I think my Series X is going to be the tall boy that stands cuz that's mm-hmm. actually the console that I'm going to have the most the hardest time finding space for. It's really chonky, but I love it. I dig it. Dig the design. So like that's what I'm thinking. One of them has to stand vertically so it's chonky boy but big boy will be horizontal. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, with that, Kyle, listen, this topic, this topic's a good one. Shout out to Game Informer. They have all the scoops. There'll be more as the weeks go on, but this one is a tag team from Game Informer and Shinobi. Kyle, please take it away. This is all about Spider-Man Miles Morales. Some new details that we've learned about this game. So, it has a PS5 performance mode, mm-hmm. dynamic 4K 60 frames per second, mm-hmm. or a PS5 fidelity mode, 4K at 30 frames per second, ray tracing, and other improved visuals. There are no load screens, even when fast traveling. Mm-hmm. Very impressed with the ray tracing. Heavy emphasis on Miles' story. He's the only playable character, except, except from... Uh, Miles' phone without going... Oh, what? Oh, sorry. Uh, Miles' phone. So, for menus, you're on his phone. That was a weird oh, thank Twitter you. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's my bad. So, yeah, Miles' phone, that's where the menu stuff is. Improved dynamic camera placement during combat. Mm-hmm. Unannounced villains will be in the game. Ooh. Quote, friendly neighborhood spider app. Uh, players can use the touchpad to quickly pick activities, crimes, etc., from oh there it is from Miles' phone without going into a separate menu, and then improved dynamic camera placement during combat. They've showed so many videos. The game looks absolutely breathtaking. But that little quick gif of Peter and Miles swinging together. Oh man, that gave me all the feels. Uh, the rhino oh, fight. Oh my goodness! It looks like it's the first. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh, spoilers! Uh, John Snow dies season seven, but. Yeah, that, oh my god, looks fantastic. But the the real thing that makes this my most hyped, and I think everybody's most hyped, and all of a sudden we're talking about this game being a game of the year contender, is Spider-Cat. Kyle, 
<laughs> have you seen Spider Cat? I have seen Spider Cat. So it is a costume where it's just Miles wearing a backpack and there's Spider Cat in it. And it's not just like an aesthetic thing. Apparently the cat comes out and helps during combat. So okay. So yeah, it's it's literally Miles in like uh like a hoodie and sweats and then like a Spider Man mask with a backpack and his finishers and like hanging out is this little cat, which you find during a mission. And you, he has half a Spider-Man mask on because he's so cute. <laughs> and and like during <laughs> during takedowns, the cat will pop out of the 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 backpack and like claw their face a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely amazing! I loved it. There's so many other suits uh, that they teased oh, as well. Yeah. Like there was like a cool looking cyberpunk one. Um, mm-hmm. The the yeah, the, the S that we all drew in middle school. Yep. On the on the sleeve, oh man! I'm sure that is a reference to a comic suit. Mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of people were, or I think it was Miles Morales, Spider Man twenty something. Okay, is the t- comic title? Mm-hmm. I could be completely twenty ninety nine. I think, but like, it still looked dope. Yeah, even without me knowing what it's from, it looked awesome. Yeah, it looks absolutely amazing. Track suit as well looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, famous Seamus writes in, and he's the most famous Seamus I've ever met in my entire life. You can write that down. You can look it up. You th- put it in a thesaurus. I don't even know what they're for, but put it down in there because it's a fact. Famous Seamus writes in, what's the one thing you're most excited for in Spider-Man, Maz Morales? Is it Spider-Cat? Is it the eventual Spider-Verse suit? What is it that has you so pumped? And where, and, uh, just a little uh, addition too. Where is this game for you in your hype meter? Because we got Cyberpunk, oh we got AC Valhalla, yeah, we got Demon Souls. Where does this Which, Valhalla, by the way, is looking better than ever? Yeah, with the new trailers and stuff. Yeah. Oh man, um, this is easily at the top. Mm-hmm. Like I'm buying a PS5 on launch day so I can be able to play a superhero Insomniac Spider-Man game mm-hmm. with Miles. And the thing that I'm looking forward to the most is like. Probably not exciting. It's the story. Yeah. I want to know what's going on. I want to know the gap between where we left Miles and Peter Mm -hmm. from the first game and where they're at now. And I think I also read somewhere on Twitter where it's a continuation of that. Yes. And it's going to lead into events of Spider-Man 2. So, like, it's still all connected. Um, I'm just excited to see what that is. I'm excited to see what the villains are. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, man. I think, so, for me, like... The one cool thing that they talk about about this story is Miles's power set is still unevolved. Unevolved. It's still like like he he's not gonna be as smooth as Peter, and that's really cool for me because it shows that yeah, like though they have for the most part similar character models or they're working with you know uh, same assets, they're still going in and really you know, touching up what needs to be touched up and making this game feel like its own, which I've seen from the videos, like how he swings is different. He does, he, he's way more acrobatic in the air. And even the, he's cocky. Yeah. He's Cause, cocky. Cause he is, he's though. I, I, I think he's uh, from an insomniac writer. This was a tweet from somebody I glanced by and I read today mm-hmm. where it was fun writing miles in comparison to Peter 
because unlike Peter, who's like the quiet kid, as we know of Peter Parker, yeah. Miles is more with it. He's up with the trends. Yeah. Like he has the confidence to talk to girls, mm-hmm. and so like you can see that confidence in him as he's swinging and doing all this stuff, even though he's not the best at it. Yeah, but he's confident in himself, and that's that's. That's the coolest thing, man. So, like, yeah. the thing that I'm most excited for, I, I, I texted you this. I literally got emotional just thinking about it because I'm, yeah. uh, I'm not a man. <laughs> for that right <laughs> out there. I am a child full of, you know, through and through. Um, I thought about when I saw the one of his thwips uh, in, during, with the, the new photo mode. Um, dude, I'm going to be able to reenact what's up danger scene from Into the Spider-Verse. Like that's yeah. gonna be the first thing I do when I get that suit, and I'm gonna I'm gonna probably so- sob man tears because that is my favorite movie of all time. Saved me, uh, it's it lifted me up when I was in a really bad place. So like, absolutely, yeah. Ooh, that's what I'm so excited for. This game looks so good. I, I just thought of something because <laughs> yeah. I will also eventually try to replicate the What's Up Danger scene, mm-hmm. but I wonder if they're going through all this trouble. Of having Spider Cat actually attack enemies <laughs> on finishers. What if in photo mode the cat's arms are out, just going wee? Oh, you know, it's like it's having a great time <laughs> as he's swinging around. You know, that's definitely a thing. Oh, oh my, my god! god. Or the cat, great. the cat's paws are out, like it's about to flip, but nothing comes out because it's cat. <laughs> oh my god, that's. You know what? That's the thing I'm most excited for. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, man. My last question for you, Kyle. I know, but we're mm-hmm. running a little long. It's gonna be a longer show. You said something kind of fucking outrageous. You Uh-oh. said and you stated Jamie Foxx, his Electro, uh huh, was good. I liked it. Yeah. Okay. My question for you is: Where do you get off? Where do you get off? <laughs> <laughs> I I loved how Electro came to be. Mm. I I I I really love that arc. I love Jamie Foxx in that role. I think it's cool that he's getting to come back. Right. Um. I think I think at from that movie, J- Jamie Foxx's Electro is not the problem with that movie. I mean, I can agree to some extent because whoever played um, Harry, Dane DeHaan. God, never again! Please, never again. Yeah. How much money do I need to do? God, that's the trick of the day. God, I hate that line so much. I hate his dumb face, his emo-like hair. I just want to punch him. I want to punch him so bad, Kyle. But you know what, though? With that rage subsiding, I do feel God in this Chili's tonight because Spider-Man 3 yes. is filming. <laughs> and rumor has uh, it, rumor has it, Andrew Garfield, which was too old for the role, and um, uh, what's his name? Toby, Toby McGuire. Also way too old for the role now when you look back at it. Um, yeah. Will be rumored in this new Spider-Man movie. And uh, um, uh, what's, his, what's his name? Benjamin Cumberbun. He's in it. Play- Cumberbatch. <laughs> Cumberbatch. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is in it. We're going to get a Spider-Verse live action adaptation of it. So here's the thing. <clears throat> yes. What if Miles from Excuse Spider-Verse me. shows up? How? Like in a cartoon form? Oh shit, wait, no. You're right. Crazier things right? happen. Because there is whole oh, fuck. <laughs> don't get me excited for things that also can't happen. I, I don't the the title the full title isn't a thing yet, right? right? No, it's not. 
It has to have home in it because yeah. that's been the thing, the theme. What if it's just Spider-Man homeboys and it's just him and his boys <laughs> on the poster? Hey there, MCU. It's your boy. <laughs> Spider-Man here. Like, share, subscribe. No, God, no. Oh, my God. I, now my mind is just running because I haven't really thought about it. Like, I saw the news yeah. of the potential casting. But what if they went and just got everybody? I mean, not everybody. All the, all the, no, but what I'm saying is like all the villains too. All like Willem Doc Dafoe. Oc. Oh my God. Doc Ock. Willem Dafoe. Electro. Oh my. Dane DeHaan for a split second and he gets <laughs> booted real quick. Please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, the, 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 oh, what was his name? Venom. No, no, he, the, no, 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 no. But no. what I'm, I'm just saying, mm. what if they just bring them all out? And it's that kind of movie. What and, and what and like they put in uh, what's his face? He's playing Venom right now. Tom oh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, even that ab- abomination of a film. <laughs> He's got to be in there. Yeah, right? I guess so. And Morbius, Jared Leto. No, He's probably mm, gonna be in there too. No, 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 no. Mm, probably is. Uh, please, no, Jared. No, Jared Leto can sit on a shelf somewhere far, <laughs> far away from civilization. That's how I feel about Jared Leto, all right? But listen, we got PlayStation news to talk about, and not Jared Leto's yeah, yeah. weird sex cult, which she came back during, in April during the COVID, and it was just like, this has been a What's thing? What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> hey, guys, I took I took the medicine. Chlamydia's healing right up. Wait, what's happening? <laughs> this comes from uh, the blog, uh, PS4 System Software Update 8.00, launching today. Our latest system software update for PlayStation 4 version 8.00 is launching today globally. This update includes changes to the existing party and messages features, new avatars, updated parental controls, and more. Following this update, party and messages will be more tightly linked together, and you will see changes to the UI. Both apps will now use the same groups of players for party voice chats and message exchanges, instead of having different groups set up across the two apps. So now you can start a party chat or send a message to the group you previously chatted with across PS4, as well as PS5 when it launches. We're expanding the collection of preset avatars for players to showcase on their profile. An array of new avatars from your favorite games will be available, including Bloodborne, Journey, Ghost of Tsushima, God of War, Last of Us Part Two, The Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted 4, Thief's End, and many more. We've added an option to mute all microphones in the quick menu, so you can easily mute your mics while gaming. Under parental controls, we're combining the communicating with other players and viewing content created by other players into one setting, the communication and user-generated content. This offers a simpler setting that easier, that's easier for parents to understand and apply to their children. In addition, children can send a request to their parents to use communications features in specific games. The two-step verification 2SV feature on PS4 will be enhanced to support third-party authenticator apps as an option during the activation flow and 2SV sign-in across PS4 mobile and web. The existing PS4 remote play app on mobile, iOS and Android, Windows PC, and Mac will change its name to PS Remote Play, and the option to connect to PS5 will be added. You'll need to sign into PSN from your PS5 to be able to access the feature, so sit tight until PS5 launches this November. Now, Joe, am I asleep? I feel like I, I read that in a dream state. <laughs> that that's how bored that was. Yeah, man, I know. And listen, the the internet sleuths of the world 
saw that there is, um, in this long, very boring explanation of what you can expect with the PlayStation 4 UI, uh, <laughs> um, people saw an option that, you know, Sony would be, um, recording your party chats, listening in on you, Big Brother style. PlayStation has come out with an update. So prepare, strap yourself in, drink some coffee because I'm, It's a PR release. Following this update, users are seeing a notification about party safety and voice chats in parties may be recorded. Voice chat recording for moderation is a feature that will be available when PlayStation 5 launches and will ensure users to record their voice chats on PlayStation 5 and submit them for moderation review. The pop-up you're seeing on PlayStation 4 right now is to let you know that you're participating in a chat with a PlayStation 5 user post launch they may submit those recordings to uh from their ps5 to uh sie now what this really means is and boil down for the the brass tacks for the people that read a headline and didn't do any research what this means is so twitter what this means is is if you're being cyberbullied let's just say i'm bullying kyle you know i'm like hey kyle you're dumb or whatever Kyle doesn't like that. He's like, you crossed the line with me, buddy. I'm going to take this up with Shuhei himself. He could record that conversation of me verbally harassing him. And um, he he can then send that to SIE. Someone or audio, whatever the case may be, the FBI, who knows, will take that recording, listen to that harassment, and maybe punish me, the player. Now, that being said, this does have implications of... You know, of Sony saying, well, let's just monitor all voice, right? They have that, they have that capability. Does this scare you any which way? Because Twitter wants to know, Kyle. Um, I'm, I'm going to be the weird one here. Uh-huh. No. Right. Because I don't voice that anyway. Right. So it doesn't affect me. First world problems for me, right. typically. Um, it doesn't bother me. I, I, I like what it is intended for. Yeah. I like that it's no longer a he said, she said situation. It's like, oh, you really didn't just call me a racial slur uh, uh, over voice chat? Let me record this, and I'm going to send it to SIE and have fun being banned because right. you don't deserve to play games. Yeah. You need to go and fix your attitude. Like that's, That would that's help what I'm so much hoping. on Xbox Live. Exactly. So yeah. if if that is how it's going to be intended to be used, and it is going to help out weed out those toxic people that should not be talking that way, right? I'm 100 percent okay for that. And for people that say, "Oh, well, they're monitoring my 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 you know my messages or my my conversations," this thing right here already does that. I mean, cell phones. Yes. <laughs> like if you have an Android device, you own no photo, you own no video. That you put on your phone. That is just straight up fact. Google. You ever go owns on Instagram that. after you talk about something and an ad pops up? Instagram owns Boom. that picture. So there was a setting on uh, Facebook or like an update that got everybody upset, saying along the lines of "You don't own any of these pictures. We own them." Everybody was fine with that the day after, right? Um, so when I take a look at this, a big picture is that we've already been here for a while, uh, and so. It's oddly, I don't have a quote unquote problem with that. Also, understanding like World of Warcraft, Kyle, bringing it back, had a oh, situation 
where terrorists were actually using the game's chat to like actually communicate with each other. So oh, wow. Picture this, people that played World of Warcraft. Baron's chat, not just filled with Chuck Norris jokes, but actually trying to incite harm to people. And there was a crackdown. And what I understand from that day is that the government works very closely with like people like Blizzard, uh, people like Xbox and PlayStation, because these chats are being used for that. So yes, Xbox has something very similar and PlayStation does as well, where if the FBI feels like or there's a terrorist group or like the Taliban or like the Proud Boys are using this shit, uh, they're able to say, whoa, 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 hey, whoa, 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 hey, let's, you know, let's look into this. And companies like Microsoft and Sony will gladly hand over that information because they don't want to, you know, protect those types of people. So yeah, yeah, I totally get this, and I'm not, I'm not saying anything, <laughs> you know, I'm not saying anything bad, you know, it's just, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's, if this is just a way of, of someone that, like, is liberally using the, the N-word or something and getting them out of there, uh, if Lil Jimmy's gonna get his, his account banned because he's a racist, let Lil Jimmy get kicked out because he's racist, who cares? Like, mm-hmm. that's cool with me. So I know yeah. I'm not going to use any type of language that's going to get me kicked out of a PSN chat um, or anything like that. So this is fine. Totally fine. Yeah. Now let's get yeah. to the real questions here, Kyle. All right, now that we know that PlayStation isn't spying on you, but if they were, mm-hmm. eh. Z Child <laughs> via Discord writes in, As the PS3 and PlayStation 4 got older, Sony provided different features to us through the software updates. I know it's really premature, but what unannounced feature would you like to see on PlayStation 5? What is a feature that you would like to see carried over from PS4 to PS5? Think Hmm. about it. Think about it. So carried over or just something unannounced? Maybe unannounced. You You could do unannounced. Oh, okay. okay. I, I want them to... This is going to sound kind of stupid, okay. but I think we both feel this, like, hardcore. Mm-hmm. Get rid of that extra step for TV and video. Please, for the love Just of God. Just have, have, have Netflix, have Twitch, have YouTube, Hulu, whatever, HBO Max. Just be part of the dashboard. Why, yeah. why make me go an extra step and then it loads so weirdly and then it automatically takes ones that you use a whole lot and shoves them to the side mm-hmm. for these ones that they're trying to advertise. Like I went on and my my Twitch app was no longer in that bar, yep. but Pluto TV was. Yep. I think Pluto TV was across everyone's over the last week. I saw on uh, it was a KFGD or PS I Love You this week where they were saying I think Andy was saying it like. Pluto TV came out of nowhere and took over one of the apps that I use all the time. Yeah. And I don't know what that is. Like, that's stupid. Yeah, I hate that app so very much. I remember back in the day, it used to be just, like, on the dashboard. It's just in there with the games. And now they made, like, this this video hub. Uh, Hopefully with the PS5, they not... I get why that hub's there. That's fine. Like, make it an app where, like... But make it so that I could reorganize it the way I want. Kind of like on Apple TV. That's what I use for all my stuff. So, make it so I could reorganize it and it's fast and simple and easy. Um, Mm -hmm. That is... I'm right there with you. The one thing I was thinking before when you were saying this... Um, there's something called like disable HDCP. Oh, for streaming when you're streaming, oh, yes. because if you have oh, a yeah. Netflix, you can't uh, um, you can't stream via like your your um, 
Your video card, your capture card. It's to stop people from like capturing footage of movies on Netflix. Or and what it really is is at the end of the day, if I, if and I'm a layman at this shit, but like it's really just disabling your HDMI throughput. You need like uh, two throughputs. Just make it so that listen, I'm not a tech genius. I'm not a tech wizard. Okay, I'm not like a Tory over there who who, who made a PlayStation Five out of thin air. Just make it so that I can watch Netflix and then stream Ghost of Tsushima on Friday without me having to go through any barriers. Because to me, that is the biggest vice with PlayStation is it, it's always a headache to stream something on. Whereas in uh, Xbox players, take take a bow, a round of applause for you guys. It's super easy. You just literally plug it in through the, through the, the, the capture card and it just works. I want to yeah. plug my capture card into my PlayStation and it just working yep that said kyle um i do have to say and i don't know if i said this to you already but um i found out i wasn't using hdr correctly <laughs> when setting up my playstation <laughs> what does that even mean i i didn't have it like set to on <laughs> oh my god <laughs> talking about not being a tech wizard i was just like oh things look really colorful now <laughs> they look really good now don't oh they? my <laughs> goodness gracious ghost of tsushima Chef's kiss. So again, I'm a big idiot. <laughs> I think that's what we're uncovering today. Uh, Beans in Kansas. Beans in Kansas. Green19 on Twitter writes, what is one improvement from the PlayStation 4? Th- oh, okay. It, I confused the questions. Uh, what is one improvement from the PlayStation 4 you want implemented in PlayStation 5? Mine is incorporating a more pleasant sound when the PlayStation 5 is turned on. I still find the sound that the PlayStation makes to be a bit obnoxious. So we, I get that. Yeah. So my question to you, Kyle, you know, we, mm-hmm. PlayStation four is all about from what we've been talking about, improving on the predecessor. What is that one improvement system wise that you want to see on your PlayStation five that the PlayStation four didn't do as well? Um, the store. I was, that's a literal thought I was thinking too. <laughs> I think that's the only thing, and like also shout out it didn't make it this week because there was so much stuff to talk about. But like you can't buy PS3 games and Vita games anymore on the website. Yeah. You have to go strictly to that home that store on that console in order to buy things, which is not a big deal, yeah. I think, to us really. Um, but man, that PS4 store needs work. It is chugging. It's, it's it chugs. In order to search for games, I don't like that yeah. system where you you pick the tiles it's a, of letters. It's a dial. And you have to, yeah, it's like a rotary phone. Yeah. No, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, finding like the PS Plus games sometimes is way too difficult yeah. and not on that front page where I feel like it should be on the front page. It's just it's unneedingly like a maze. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, discovery sucks. Uh, basic features just absolutely abysmal on the store. I I do agree with you there. Even the search isn't great. Like that store needs yeah. an overhaul to the nth degree. Uh, and hopefully, I mean, like, like we're definitely going to see that. I know the Xbox store got improved uh, last week, and everybody seems to like it, which is great because that store too. I feel like discovery is always the hardest thing to nail. Uh, mm-hmm. inter- like I, I know everybody liked the Nintendo eShop, but then it got too crowded. So I would love to see on that store more curation 
uh, more editors picks of the week type of thing. Yeah. Uh, or like new games that came out and you're, and you're seeing, you know, indie and triple a predominantly shown. I want better discovery, especially, I mean, I think all the indie developers out there are preaching that. So that's what I would there like was to a see. cool thing that sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't, but I remember specifically when God of war came out, mm-hmm. there was a section on the main thing of the store where it was like, here are some Corey Barlog picks of games yeah. that he loves. That would be super cool if that was a recurring thing. Yeah. Like have a like one month Shu has a list of ten games that he loves that you can get on the store. Corey, like when God of War Ragnarok comes out, when Neil Neil puts out his next game, mm-hmm. or like have these creative directors from all these studios pick games that influence them that you could play on PlayStation. I think would be super, super cool. Yeah, I would love to see that. Uh, also, like, better recommendations of, like, hey, you like this game? Maybe there's something here for you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would like to see that. Also, ads, or not ads, sorry. The uh, the trailers just work instantly. That would be something I would like as well. Um, Discovery, yeah. it's clunky in there, so I would love that to be fixed. So then everything's gravy with me and PlayStation, you know? Yeah. With that, Kyle, it's time we get into Andy's snail mail. Are you ready? I'm always ready. All right, great. Now, each and every week, you can send in your questions over to the Casa de Bad Bit Discord server, or you can send your questions in over to PS Trophy Room on Twitter, or you can pen a letter over to Andrew House. Ship it on over. Postage is on you, though, not on me. Don't blame me for the high postage. That's on you. (laughs) I swim on over there, fly, whatever, dive, Transdimensional travel over to Andrew House's house. I take his mail. This week we have not just one, not just two, not just three, not just four, but five pieces of Andrew House's mail and an Ooh. eviction notice. So Andy, get on that. Oh, oh Andy, I'm sorry, man. Don't, it's, it's on him, not me. Nakachaka writes in. Ghost of Tsushima's multiplayer mode comes out this Friday, and I can't wait to play it this weekend. I can't wait to see you there on our stream. We'll be playing it together 1 p.m. EST time on Friday, or maybe over the weekend, too, because let's be honest, launch games of online service games. Yikes. Anyway, so I have to ask, what's your most memorable multiplayer game? For me, it's Resident Evil 5 versus mode. We probably won one out of 20 matches, but I still had a blast with my friends. Kyle, you don't play online games much but what is one i don't but i have an answer to this (gasps) yeah because it's not an online game but you have to have other people to complete it and that's rock band oh in in college getting together and and going for that um never-ending set list where it takes every song in the game Mm -hmm. and you have to play it from beginning to end in one playthrough without exiting the game Mm -hmm. was some of the most fun we've ever had and it is taxing on the body. Uh, we had to switch out singers because, like, you sing for eight hours. Nobody straight, wanted to it's sing. It's going to be an issue. Nobody wa- like, Nobody. I didn't sing. I was drums and yeah. guitar and bass because yeah. I can't sing. And everybody um, was just, but just put it up to your throat and just hum <laughs> exact, it. At, at some point, my my good friend from high school who went to college with me, Bobby, he was just like, just sit, talk singing. Yeah. Like, ha, da, ma, ha, ha. Oh, it's time for clapping? Huh. Huh. <laughs> you would just say that noise in order to hit those those things yeah. that you needed. Yeah. But that that is so much fun. Please, with the news of Rock Band is you can play on PS5 and Series X now. 
make new instruments for the love of God. <laughs> I need new drums. I want to continue playing, please. But yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, I have a lot. Um, but one's definitely for the personal podcast on Patreon. That one's a okay. That was very personal, but uh, I got you. Pretty cool. Uh, Real talk. for me, uh. I think Battlefield 3 comes to mind first and foremost. That is that is a game that I got into. I played that on every platform. And was good on it on every platform. Battlefield 3 is my jam. It is my favorite Battlefield. Um, I remember getting so good that like we would stop trying and we would go tank hunting. Which is like when you were the engineer class. Um, and I think... What was the other? No, I think engineer just gave ammo but also C4. I forget. I think maybe one of us would be engineer. One person would be Mm -hmm. like the fighter who would give ammo and would restock our C4. So what we would do is we would go quote unquote tank hunting where we'd get a bunch of C4 and we would just try to run up to tanks and just C4 them. That was so much fun to me. Um, When it comes to like multiplayer video game, I mean, that is world of Warcraft. I, there's a lot of memories there, but Fortnite, Fortnite as well. There are just so many games that I, I, I am, I love multiplayer in games and that is something that always gets me back. And that's why I'm so pumped for Ghost of Tsushima. But for me, I think games like Battlefield have a huge and a very special place in my heart. Fortnite as well. There's just so many moments you're getting to catch up with your friends and have that, that, you know, those real talks, those real conversations, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's what I like. All right, also, fine, I'll just say it. Yeah, Left 4 Dead 2 got me late. It was really cool. Whoa! Yeah, it was... I can't wait to hear that story on Real Talk Radio. I know, it was, it was pretty nuts. But remember, listen, people, if you have a partner and maybe you're interested in them or whatever, let them win in the game. Great things happen. <laughs> Take my word for it. Take 17-year-old Joe's word for it. Amazing <laughs> things will work out for you. Like, life-changing stuff. Like, pretty crazy. Irish Joe on Twitter writes, and she's, Earth, Earthy Cheese's mom did not like that answer. He's like, she Earthy Cheese, you're grounded for listening to you're this You're never one. playing that Left 4 Dead game. <laughs> never. <laughs> never, you hear me? <laughs> not until there's a third What's one. What's that? There's new DLC? <laughs> <laughs> I was show on Twitter writes, seeing how big games are now and where I think Cerny said the SSD can quickly find an object so you don't need to make as many when you're making games. Do you think later on in the PlayStation 5 life will games become smaller or because of 4K, do they just get bigger? Games will just get bigger. Um, yeah, they'll just get bigger. I feel like the 4K... Part of it might not take as much space in the future because mm-hmm. they're always trying to figure out how to make things smaller. Yeah, I think. But yeah, yeah. For the most part, you're going to see as technology grows, information grows. You need more, bigger capacity, uh, uh, memory. So, like, you know, I was having a real conversation. I might upgrade my iPhone, and my brother goes, "Well, you know, since five G's around the corner." Usually, when those those things happen, you need the bigger the bigger memory because you won't notice, but you will be downloading way more information than you think you are. You usually, I think it was like tr- double or triple. So, yeah, though, just because they took out some redundancies, 
I think it just means it's prolonged how big and massive these games are going to get. With that said, Sin Vendetta writes in on Twitter. One day, it's just a comment. One day, I'd love to see you guys do a live episode. That would be awesome. Kyle. Joe. Why don't we do live stuff, man? That's a, that's a you question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm always done doing live. We do live episodes after a big live reaction and, and whatnot. Um, Remember this episode? It, it's more... More of a YouTube issue yeah. that we try to stream on YouTube live and things just get messing up. Uh, honestly, it comes down to a few things. First, remember this episode. Uh, it took oh, four tries for me to get an intro, right? Jesus Christ. Um, and also, yeah. Not even that, but then Mama Bad Bit listening to stuff on yeah. full volume. Yeah, she's watching like a quinceanera live on something. Um, <laughs> yeah, to me... Uh, the reason why we don't do live is, yeah, technical difficulties always frustrate me greatly. Having the live element, that frustrates me. F's up with my anxiety because I'm running it. If I'm, if I'm just doing, like, if I'm doing boom shows and, like, I'm not nervous. I'm like, whatever, it's fine. You can have hundreds of people. I think we broke, like, a, like a thousand or two the other day. That's cool. Sweet. Right? But, and, and and I'm cool with it because if something breaks, that's not on me. That's on our friend yeah. Boom. I'm fine you're, with it. You're relaxed. I'm relaxed. Yeah. I'm like, hey, that's his problem. <laughs> I'm a bad <laughs> friend. I'll be with you emotionally, but, you know. Uh, so for me, it's just like anxiety, number one. Because when we do these shows, it is really just, you know, I don't want to break that conversation by going into the live audience. So usually we're going live and then going all the way through. Maybe in the future. Um, I know, like, StreamYard is a, is a, is a good tool i know a lot of podcasters use that um definitely in the future we will do it eventually but like that stuff costs money patreon.com slash bat bit we just spent a whole bunch of money doing really cool stuff next week it's gonna be nuts but live really when it's momentous we'll do a live show if it's like a state of play we'll do a live show if it's you know, if it's like a moment like PlayStation 5, when we talk about it, that'll probably be a live show. So I, I like that better because it makes the moment special. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, my anxiety. Also, me. also didn't want to make that seem like I'm the dick. It's like, hey, I'll do it live. I don't care about your anxiety, <laughs> Joe. Not at all. It's like, if Joe's not comfortable, yeah. Joe's not comfortable. I'm whatever. Well, it's like, fine. if you were doing it, I was like, whatever. <laughs> and they like crash one. Oh, it's all right. It's whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Josh Dykins, thank you. That was a huge. I looked into the white light. They're shining out, and it. Yeah. Oh, I did yep. it again. That's not a good one. So I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try this. Why do you think Cyberpunk 2077 does not uh, does not yet have an official PlayStation 5 release date? All I can see is the PlayStation 4 version to pre-order. Am I missing something, or can you guys shed some light on this? Sure, Josh. Um, <laughs> kind of like a, it's like sure, Josh. I'll fill you in. Um, no, sure, man. So. The reason why it doesn't have a PlayStation 5 release date, this is a this is a past-gen game. Like, I know they said that there would be some little upgrades for PlayStation 5 and Xbox series, but for the most part, this is going to be a PlayStation 4 game. So they were in production. They've been crunching on it. This is a current-gen game. Eventually, there'll be an updated uh, version. Yeah. 
I feel like next year they're trying to hit the next gen yeah. version. Trust me, Jason like Schreier will be a dick on the internet about it. I guarantee you. <laughs> my my question for you, Kyle, is what is your because yeah. because you know we talked about it a few weeks back of the crunch for Cyberpunk, you know six day work weeks uh, until launch mm-hmm. from October mm-hmm. to November. You, Jason Schreier and a lot of other sources have kind of been butting heads about where the problem with crunch lies. Um, and him going after uh, people like Paris Lilly because he got a cyberpunk chair, which I'll go after yeah. si- uh, Paris too. Why did you get a cool chair and I didn't? I'm only kidding. You worked really hard <laughs> for it. Um, so, yeah, like what are, what are your thoughts on, on Jason Trier after this whole big hoopla oh, on man. Crunch? Because a lot of people are like just taking a step back going, okay, we need to have a more in-depth conversation about Crunch other than it just being evil and bad because Jason said it. Like, where does the problem lie with you? My problem with the Jason being, like, the the forefront of this mm-hmm. is not that he's not shedding a light on it, because I love that he does that. I love that it is a thing that is passionate to him. It's the way he goes about making sure that he he proves that he's right. Yeah. I don't like the way he goes about it, where it's like taking screenshots of tweets and not tagging the people and not having Be a very petty. civil, very petty, not having a civil conversation about it. You're both professionals. You're all professionals. Yeah. Why aren't you acting like it? It's it's very much just like, you're not on my level, so I'm not going to treat you as an equal, almost. Yeah, it was kind of like, hey, I'm a real journalist and you play pretend. Like. Yeah, which if Jason so said shitty. that to me, that was like fair. But like Paris is—I mean, sure, but shut up, man! Like, <laughs> don't hurt my feelings, dude. But like Paris, your is... words, are, your words are no different than my words yeah. when it comes to talking to games. It's just you have a bigger platform. You've been doing it for longer, yeah. And you have inside sources to be able to talk about the inside things of it all. Yeah. Like, it's don't be all high and mighty, like. Your shit don't sink because it does. Everyone's shit sinks. Don't right. act like it doesn't. Yeah, I think uh, th- that situation was really shitty, and I in in it sucks that this is the guy fighting for us. This, that's what I kind of took that situation yeah. from because yeah, um, you know the reason why there isn't a PlayStation Five version not for a while is because they're crunching on this game, and the whole big hoopla for Cyberpunk was they weren't going to do that, and they had to do that. Um, but they compensated their employees. It looks like they talked to their employees and had a vote, and it was plurality, and plurality ruled, and there you go. You know, they they decided to crunch. And, you know, uh, I think Leanna Rupert got a lot of shit from Jason Schreier and a lot of people on his side because she's just like, yeah, no, that's one side, but there is another side. And I'm not here to champion crunch, but what I am mm-hmm. telling you is uh, some of the things that is that are being kind of exaggerated. Uh, and from the, her sources, it it wasn't as uh, evil as Jason has tried to point out. And yeah. I think when we try to make these heavy-handed black-white issues, no shade of gray in between, um, there's a lot of people out there that bust their ass, work 40, 50, 60-plus hours uh, a week going, well, I, I do it, and I'm fine. And they just mm-hmm. see you being petty on the internet. And they then side against you, even though like Jason's right at the end of the day. I don't, I don't like it. He pulled me away 
because I didn't like how he handled it. So I think yeah. there we need more nuance in games, and that sucks because I think not our audience, but when it comes to the internet at large, we're such an immature, you know, community. Like, you know, there's it's it's just. It's insane. And I was having this talk with Luke the other, or just earlier. I was just like, I wonder how other tech companies see us of how we meme each other so hard over like the silliest stuff, whether it's backwards compatibility or like, you know, like Phil Spencer's, you know, superimposed face on Arnold Schwarzenegger, lame shit like that. Like Mm -hmm. how other industries look at us going, really? This is how you communicate with each other? Like, yeah. That. It sucks. It's a tad bit embarrassing. It's embarrassing because we can't have those nuanced conversations. I would love to have a nuanced conversation about crunch culture and where the line actually is because in all work, you're going to have to crunch every once in a while, right? So, like, yeah. I would love to have that nuanced conversation and especially with someone that doesn't agree with me. But on the internet, you can't have that because, you know, it's the internet. It's Twitter. It's gaming mm-hmm. Twitter. It's... Mm-hmm. It's super mature, and I think Jason uh, did not do himself any favors. And that nope. was a deviation in a rant. <laughs> Check that one off of the list. The most famous Seamus I've ever met in my entire life, and the spookiest one as well, because he, I got scared. He definitely tricked me today. He took a while writing his, his, his question because he was at work. Hopefully not crunchy. That heavy That heavy sigh you heard was me because I looked ahead mm-hmm. and... He picked something that I've been afraid of since I was a kid. Ooh, let's get into it. Let's get into Kyle's fears, everyone. What horror movie would you like to be made into a game? Take advantage and take advantage of the PlayStation Five features. I would pick Child's Play, aka the Chucky movies. Have four to five players play as kids who are being haunted by Chucky in a good guy doll factory. I've never seen Chucky, so. But I get you. I saw like a scene in in a, a, a what is it? A blockbuster. I know, dating myself in the nineties scared the shit out of me. Never wanted f- fuck dolls. They're creepy. I don't like them. Uh, that could be taken out of context. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Scary dolls don't want anything. To do with it. <laughs> Which has hundreds of dolls within the factory that Chucky can hide among, using 3D audio and the Dual Sense controller. To hear or feel Chucky being close to. Kyle, you are no. right. <laughs> no, Seamus, don't wheel that into existence. Now, Chucky is horrifying. Yeah. It's a freaking murderous doll. Yeah. I hate it. I grew up, have, I mean, I still have a sister, but when she was younger, our rooms were right across or right next to each other, and I would walk by her door at night to go to bed, and she had a pile of dolls on the floor after i watched that movie it scared the shit out of me i can't watch those movies anymore it stresses me out i can't do it for me yeah like again i walked into like a a blockbuster saw that i was like i'm out of here none of that so like i've always been a scaredy cap of scaredy like spooky video games i'm all for yeah famous pitched a great game which is pretty much like prey multiplayer with uh with the things that morph into like objects and you gotta like guess it's kind of like the gary's mod mod where like you have to guess what's what's actually like a real doll or not a chucky doll it's a little bit like dead by daylight too a little bit yeah yeah yeah. i like i I enjoy that game so i like that i'll I'll take that game honestly famous you just pitch a better game i ever could (laughs) 
but to to take advantage of like the PS5 feature mm-hmm. stuff, I know it's still not a um it's not like an older horror franchise. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a quiet place game would be super cool. Ooh. All about that 3D audio. Mm-hmm. You have to uh, lightly press on the triggers to move and grab things without making too much noise and have that haptic feedback of like, oh, you're being too loud. Oh, no, you need to hide yeah. and have to be silent at all times. Like, does, isn't the controller also, can it sense like I think your so. heartbeat or whatnot? So like... I think so. That would be cool. I, I think a quiet place would, would lend itself well with those kind of features. There was already a Saw game, uh, which I, apparently was not that bad. I'm really? Because I'm thinking... Michael Myers is in Dead by Daylight. Right. There's a Friday the Thirteenth game already. Predators. Yeah. Alien. Um, yeah. Alien Isolation is like, already, it's already a game. the best. That's that's the best horror movie. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Um. Is there another one? Cabin in the Woods would be cool. Cabin in the Woods? That, okay. That's not really like full on spooky, yeah. but that would lend itself to a really cool game. Uh yeah, there's it seems like there's just it's been tapped so many times. I really can't think of one. Just give me another Dead Space game. Give me Dead Space One and Two remake. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you cowards. Come on. When you have yeah. to lose. With all that said, though, that's been the trophy room. A PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. Kyle, is there anything you want to pimp out before you go, sir? As always, I like to pimp out myself, Mr. K-Step, on Twitter and on PSN. You can find everything I do over at KindNYC at KindNYC.com, twitch.tv slash KindNYC, or at KindNYC on Twitter. And just like on a overall gaming community note, if you've ever been harassed by a personality or whatnot and feel uncomfortable, please speak up. We believe you. We love you. We are so sorry that you went through that. If you don't know, just look up Achievement Hunter and Funhouse stuff. Um, those people are, are long gone, and the rest of the crew are amazing people, and they're, they're strong people. Yeah, we love you. I just want to give everyone a big hug. I, I can't imagine what you're going through, but like, we're happy you spoke up. We're happy that these people are getting the consequences that they deserve. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we love you. That's it. Yeah. No, great words. I've, as someone who I I don't know much of uh, Achievement Hunter, truth be told, or or mm-hmm. but I'm glad to see that yeah there has been consequences for people's actions and if, if you ever need to talk about anything anybody absolutely uh, we're always here our DMs are always open you know uh, we had the cost of the bad bit we we, we uh, server we literally had a nice little powwow earlier today of everybody being thankful about this community it's really all you amazing folks that make it happen make it run so if you ever need to talk. Uh, we're all here. Our DMs are always open. Like mm-hmm. ask, uh, or, or Jose Jimenez and I, we have a DM that we're really just talking about euphoria. And like, so it could be simple <laughs> stuff and fun stuff like that. Yeah. And if you need someone to come to, we're always going to be here for you. Absolutely. So that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, uh, you can follow me at Mr. Bad Bit over on Twitter. You can find the show PS Trophy Room on Twitter uh, at PS Trophy Room. Uh, you can find this podcast over at youtube.com slash bad bit games. 
It's going to be crazy. Next week's going to be nuts. And you can find the show over (laughs) at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get your RSS feed service. You can find the trophy room there. Please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Five-star review gets you into the running to win your first PS5 game on the house. If we get to 150, I'm throwing in Miles Morales as well. So you get two entries. So get us over to 150. Get that spider cat. Get that spider cat on the house. All right, y'all? And with all that said, and with all that out of the way, everybody, keep your wits about you and keep playing PlayStation.